0: Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Christina Damo, also known as your cancer guru. In today's podcast, I'll be diving into a topic that's critically important for anyone going through the treatment for cancer, diet and nutrition. Before we begin, I want to remind you that the information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not replace the advice of your personal health care providers. Always consult with your medical team and healthcare professionals for personalized guidance. First, it's important to note that diet, defined as the quantity and quality of foods we consume, and nutrition, defined as consuming foods that promote growth, tissue repair, and overall health, are crucial when undergoing treatment for cancer. Here are some key reasons why diet and nutrition are so important. Proper diet and nutrition support the immune system. Cancer treatments can weaken the immune system, making you more susceptible to infection. Proper nutrition can boost your immune system and support your body's ability to fight off illness during treatment. Adequate nutrition is essential for energy and strength. Fatigue is one of the most common complaints for those diagnosed with cancer. Unfortunately, fatigue can be caused by both the disease and the side effects of treatment. Therefore, it's important to consume the appropriate amount of calories and the correct nutrients to combat fatigue. In addition, loss of muscle mass is quite common when undergoing treatment. The loss of muscle mass can lead to a loss of strength. With the consumption of proper nutrients, your body can help rebuild muscle and also regain strength. The right nutrition can also aid in tissue healing and recovery. Both surgery and radiation can damage the skin and healthy tissue in the body. Getting the right nutrients can expedite the process of healing and recovery. Eating a balanced diet can help you maintain a healthy weight. Now maintaining a healthy weight during treatment is extremely important because it can affect your treatment outcome. Extreme weight loss and muscle wasting, also known as cachexia, can negatively impact your treatment outcome and your overall body, making you more susceptible to other complications. Excessive weight gain and increased adipose tissue can stimulate the growth of some forms of cancer, therefore eating a balanced diet and maintaining a healthy weight is key while going through treatment. Both diet and nutrition can help reduce the side effects of treatment. Some of the treatments cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, changes in taste, and loss of appetite. A well-planned diet can help you manage these side effects and make the treatment experience more tolerable essentially improving your quality of life. Your diet can also support your emotions during treatment. Eating a healthy and well-balanced diet can contribute to a sense of control and normalcy during treatment. Finally, as I mentioned before, proper diet and nutrition can have an effect and also optimize your treatment outcome. While there are many different causes of cancer, there is an entire field of study dedicated to the science behind food and cancer, which includes careful observation between the impact food has on hormones, genetic expression, growth factors, and tumor cell behavior. Now let's talk about practical steps you can take towards a diet that can support you while going through treatment. Number one, as a general statement, focus on a balanced diet that includes a wide variety of foods from all food groups, such as fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. Number two, prioritize whole foods. Choose whole, minimally processed foods. Whole foods are richer in nutrients and have less sugar, salt, and unhealthy fats than processed foods. Try to avoid packaged, canned, or shelf-stable foods, as many of these contain a lot of preservatives. Number three, pay attention to your blood sugar. Avoid spiking your blood sugar by following a low-glycemic diet. As a general rule, avoid all whites. What I mean by this is avoid white flour, white sugar, white rice, and white potatoes. Remember that breads, crackers, sweets, cookies, things like that all contain white flour. So make sure to read the ingredients on everything you buy and choose whole grains instead. In terms of potatoes, avoid white potatoes like russet and red bliss potatoes. All other potatoes that have a color inside when you cut into them is fine. For your reference, I've attached a link with the glycemic index of the most common carbohydrates to the description area of this podcast feel free to download it and use it for your meal planning. Also, avoid experiencing intervals of low blood sugar by making sure that you're eating enough throughout the day. If three solid meals do not work for you, eat small meals or snacks instead. Make sure to include protein in every meal or snack you eat. Also, opt for natural sweeteners instead of sugar. If you like sweets and need a sweetener in something you're cooking or baking, consider using agave syrup, brown rice syrup, or stevia. Number 4. Eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Not only are they good for you, but they help prevent constipation. However, if you're dealing with diarrhea, raw, cold fruits and vegetables might make the diarrhea worse. So instead, try cooking most of your vegetables and even fruit. I recommend sautéing, grilling, and roasting vegetables and baking fruit. Number 5. Include protein. Protein is essential in maintaining muscle mass and stabilizing blood sugar. Incorporate lean sources of protein like poultry, fish, beans, legumes, and nuts into your diet. As I said before, include a small amount of protein in every meal. Also, consider adding a protein smoothie into your daily routine in between meals. A plant-based protein like pea or hemp protein is best. I recommend avoiding whey protein as it's derived from dairy and can cause digestive complaints like gas and bloating. There are a number of pea and hemp protein powders you can buy over the counter, but I've also included a link for the one I like in the description area of this podcast. It's made by Garden of Life and contains a good mix of protein, amino acids, probiotics, and enzymes. In terms of protein consumption, I recommend 60 grams of protein per day for men and 54 grams of protein per day for women. Number six, focus on fiber. Foods high in fiber, such as whole grains, legumes, fruits, and vegetables can help with digestion and prevent constipation, which is a common side effect of some cancer treatments. Having regular formed bowel movements is extremely important while you're going through treatment. Number seven, stay hydrated. Drink plenty of water throughout the day. As I'm sure you know, getting plenty of water is essential for overall health and can prevent constipation. From clinical experience, I can share that many chemotherapies can be very dehydrating to the body and also make you more symptomatic after treatment. I recommend drinking at least 72 ounces of water per day. I also suggest requesting IV hydration in between chemotherapy treatments. Number eight, avoid processed meats. Avoid the consumption of processed meats as they've been associated with the increased risk of many cancers. This includes bacon hot dogs, sausage, and deli meat. Also, avoid all smoked, charred, or burned food. Number nine, choose healthy fats. Opt for sources of healthy fats, such as avocado, nuts, seeds, and olive oil. Avoid saturated and trans fats. When you're cooking, use olive oil if the temperature is below 400 degrees. Use avocado oil or coconut oil if the temperature is above 400 degrees. Number 10, limit alcohol. Alcohol consumption is a known risk factor for several types of cancer. If you choose to drink, do it in moderation. Consider trying non-alcoholic mocktails when socializing with friends and family. These have become quite popular recently and you should be able to find ones with natural ingredients in most of the health food stores. Another suggestion is to add soda water to wine for a wine spritzer instead of drinking an entire glass of wine. I'm going to be creating an entire piece of media on this topic, so stay tuned for more information. Number 11, plan meals and snacks. Prepare and plan your meals and snacks ahead of time to ensure that you have nutritious options readily available. This can prevent you from reaching for less healthy options out of convenience. If you're having trouble with food prep, ask friends and family to help out. Most people are happy to help a loved one who is undergoing treatment, and asking them to make you a healthy meal is a great way for them to show you their love. Number 12: Monitor weight. Work with your healthcare team to monitor your weight. As I mentioned before, maintaining a healthy weight affects treatment outcome. It also affects your recovery from treatment and overall well-being. Number 13: Address digestive issues. If you're experiencing digestive issues like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or constipation, work with your healthcare providers to identify foods, meal times, and nutritional supplements that can help. Number 14: Practice food safety. Pay attention to food safety practices to reduce the risk of foodborne illnesses, especially if your immune system is compromised. Limit dining in restaurants or ordering takeout food. Avoid raw fish and sushi and limit raw fruits and vegetables and any other uncooked foods. Number 15, manage portion sizes. Listen to your body. Pay attention to your body's signals regarding hunger and fullness. Eat when you're hungry and stop when you're satisfied. Finally, number 16, seek support. Join support groups either in person or online to connect with others who have had similar experiences. Support groups are a great way to share tips and encouragement related to diet nutrition while going through treatment. In closing, I'd like to share that while nutrition is not a complete cure for cancer, it is a crucial component for comprehensive care and will help you feel better during treatment and recover faster. I hope this podcast has been informative and helpful. Please make sure to check back on this site for my next podcast. I look forward to sharing more information with you soon.